Hey, this is Kat Lee from HowTheyBlog.com, and you're listening to the How They Blog podcast, where I take you behind the scenes with inspiring bloggers to help you build your blog and make a difference. Today, we are chatting with Amy Lynn Andrews from AmyLynnAndrews.com and BloggingWithAmy.com. She is my go-to person. When I have a technical question, and her blog is literally jam-packed with blogging tips and tricks and solutions and answers, so if you are stuck on something having to do with blogging, that is the place to go. And in this episode, we're going to talk about why it's okay to make money from your blog. I know that sounds a little crazy, but I also know that a lot of people feel a roadblock, like it's not okay to make money with their blog. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Then we're also going to dive in ways that you can make money from your blog. And we're also going to talk about why we were in our closets when we recorded this interview. But first, I have a quick announcement. I recently kicked off another session of my blog coaching program, and that is just so fun to do. I love it. And so those spots are all sold out now, but I wanted to make sure that every one of you had a chance to really kick 2014 off with a bang. So I'm giving you guys a podcast listeners only sale on the How They Blog planning kit. So you can head over to howtheyblog.com, click on the blog planning kit link, and then use the coupon code podcast, and you'll get a 25% off coupon, and it's just for you guys. So shh. Okay, that's my only announcement for today. Now we're going to dive into the interview with Amy Andrews. I know you're going to love her. She is, honestly, I'm going to have to have her back on the show because we didn't even get into all the technical stuff that she is also awesome at. So enjoy and we'll see you later. Hey, Amy, how are you? Hi, Kat. Great. How are you? I am good. I hear you've been running from your children this morning. <laughs> I, I have been. But I am victorious, <laughs> and I have found a spot that um, I can hide. So this will be great. So, so where are you right now? So I am in my second office, aka the master bedroom closet. Nice. Hey, I'm in my closet too. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. I guess I've seen your um, the pictures that you post about yes. your little spot. It's yeah, like but half office, half closet. Yeah, but you know what? Your setup is significantly better than mine. I'm looking. <laughs> I am. I'm sitting in front of the dirty laundry uh, pile <laughs> and various and sundry things scattered about. So <laughs> I think I don't have the nice little lamp. Like you always post the the lamp with the coffee cup and everything, and I always think, oh, that's so cozy. It this is, is not where I'm at. Is not cozy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's amazing what you can do with a closet. It is cozy, and it is my it's my favorite spot. My husband has um, the office office part of our house. It's this gorgeous room that has a wall of windows, pretty much that looks mm -hmm. out onto our backyard, and there's trees back there, and he's got this wall of bookshelves. Um, where he works and it's just and then the other side of the office so there's the wall of windows then his bookshelf where his desk is and then the other side are french door windows that go into our french french doors that are you know a wall of windows that go into our bedroom and right. so it's this really pretty place and he's like so do you think that we should would you like to move the girls back into room together and then you can have this office and you don't have to be in the closet anymore and i'm like I like my little closet because nobody bothers me in here because my closet is actually in the bathroom. So nobody knows what I'm doing in the bathroom. 
<laughs> so right. they don't bother me. And so it's the perfect, it's the perfect mom setup when, when introverted mom, you know, introverted cat comes out and, and just needs a little peace and quiet. I just come yeah. to my little closet office and it's cozy and it's fun. And there's a little couch in here too. And so my kids, um, they love to come in here. It's like their favorite thing to do on Saturday morning. Sometimes there's tears. We're, we're doing puppy school right now. So we have to get up and leave the house early on Saturdays. And they're a little sad when they can't come in here oh. on Saturdays. So they're going to have this weird thing when they grow up, this weird <laughs> affection for closets. <laughs> That's good though. You know, I mean, instill the idea of small compact early, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. That's good. I think ours is, it must be similar setup. Is, when you say it's in the bathroom, you mean you have to walk through the bathroom to get you to your closet? Right. Yeah. Us too. Right. So you can say, oh, I'm going to the bathroom because <laughs> you are, right? <laughs> I would never be so deceitful as that. <laughs> as usually, but I've been known to. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, now you see my true colors. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome. Well, um, for, okay. So everybody listening, man, tangents, you get them for free yes. <laughs> here at the How They Blog podcast. I hope you enjoyed that. Maybe you're inspired to, you know, transform your closet into a little office or a little personal space. Um, but yeah, we're talking with Amy Lynn Andrews today. So the first question that everybody's going to want to know is what should they call you? Amy. Amy. Great. There we go. I've answered it here. Yes, that's right. It's a great question. And I do get, I do get asked a lot and some people, you know, insist on calling me Amy Lynn, God-centered mom, Heather. She <laughs> insists on ca calling me Amy Lynn. It's fine. I'll answer to both, but yeah, Amy is fine. But, um, yeah, the reason is, is because, um, amyandrews.com was taken. I'm not bitter. <laughs> that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so you went with Amy Lynn Andrews and now you got to fight the name thing a little bit. Yes, I do. And it's, it's a little bit disappointing, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm okay. Cause I wrote the girl who had amyandrews.com at one point and I asked her, I mean, I was willing to, you know, pay for it if she was willing to give it up, but she said no, but I noticed that she got married and changed her name. And I was like, Oh, oh. Need it, right? You know, and she's like, "Well, but I'm still really attached to it." And I was like, "Okay, you know." So then, a, a, a little while went by, you know, like a, probably a year or two went by, and I looked again, and she had given it to somebody else. Oh no! And I was like, "Oh, that's stinky." <laughs> but, Man, yeah, it's well, all right. So now we know to call you Amy. So for those listening, I'm sure everybody listening read your blog. And y'all, if you don't, and you have questions about blogging, Amy's site is the site to go to. So I'm sure you probably already know about her, but just in case there are those few, Amy, who haven't spent hours going through your site, like I have, finding answers to all those technical questions, um, I want you to tell us a little bit about you and your family and your blog story. All right. So, um, so Amy, lynnandrews.com is really sort of um, where I'm trying to move everything to as my home base. Uh, however, I have, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not answering your question already. We are starting and I'm not answering your question. <laughs> A little bit about myself. So I am, um, have just been blogging for, well, since 2004. 
Um, I have my husband and I have been married since '97. We have four kids. Um, our daughter's 13, and then we have three boys after that. They're uh, 10, 7, and 5. Uh, we are, we are, I'd say we are just pretty simple types. Uh, and really, our goal in life is to live, our, our motto is live nimbly. We want to live nimbly, which to us means we are ready to go at anytime. If God says go somewhere or do something new, um, we just, we try to live our lives so that we could drop everything and just do that. Um, that's kind of where everything stems from and, uh, is my idea behind the, my blog. Blogging with Amy is where I've been blogging since 2010 and really is the blog that people, um, probably know me most for, uh, like you said, blogging tips and things like that. I actually started blogging in 2004. I was a pastor's wife at the time. My husband was pastoring in upstate New York. Uh, and it was just a really tough experience for us. And blogging was a, uh, a great outlet for me, especially. So, that's how I got into it and realized along the way that in I, I really enjoyed the techie aspect of it as mm-hmm. opposed to the writing. And so I, I, you know, sort of was drawn to that. And then in 2009 or so, uh, I got more involved online social media like Twitter and Facebook. Before then, I was just, I was a, I call myself a hermit blogger. <laughs> um, but then by, by 2009, you know, my kids were a little bit older and I felt like I had a little bit more time and energy to devote to the whole blogging thing. Uh, And when I got on social media, I just noticed a lot of people asking questions, the technical questions that I had really learned along the way because I was just fascinated by it. And so when they started asking questions, I just started answering, you know, a lot of this took place on Twitter and Facebook, that sort of thing. So we're and then, of, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we're kind of two peas in a pod. We like the technical stuff and the writing stuff is a little bit harder mm-hmm. for us. Yes, I definitely struggle with the writing. <laughs> um, and I'm always trying to figure out how can I make the writing work better for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if there's really a, a solution to that other than to just sit down and write, <laughs> Yeah, you know? So... Well, that's why I'm podcasting. <laughs> that's right. It's well, a, that's so smart. Well, and you do uh, YouTube videos and stuff, which is another I, great way to put out content, especially when you're teaching technical things. Right. Yeah. So that people can see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I. Yeah. I'm. I am. I'm a big fan of. Um, yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I thought you have inspired me to think about consider podcasting myself because I think it would be a lot easier for me to, you know, say something as opposed to having to write it. I don't know why writing is so difficult. Although I have to tell you that I do think that writing for me is a good discipline. So I'm trying to look at it that way, you know, like it's just, it, it, it helps me to be more disciplined in my communication. So no, I think it's good. (laughs) Writing is definitely good for me as well. Just to honestly, to hash through ideas and hash through 
thoughts and it, it's kind of like carving something or yeah, mm. I think carving is the best way to put it. And when, <laughs> when I write it out, I'm able to really get down to the core of, of whatever that idea or concept is. And with podcasting, I kind of just can talk. But mm. although the more I podcast, I'm learning to be a little bit more structured about it. And so I end up having to write as I'm mm -hmm. I kind of outlining the thoughts and ideas. But um, yeah, so yeah. you do something and you talk about something that I, I guess at least in my blogging niche or the sphere of people that I'm around a lot, that people don't always talk about. You're a little bit more upfront about um, making money and blogging. And not, not, that's not the right word, maybe. I guess because you're blogging about blogging as opposed to other people who are blogging about home decor and, and, and things like that. And so I'd love for you to, to share with our readers and our readers, our listeners. Um, hmm. uh, well, I think another thing is that also a lot of listeners are Christians and write blogs that are faith oriented in some way. And they feel a um, disconnect between writing about faith stuff and generating income from a blog. And so it's something that they kind of maybe bury a little bit. I've talked to a lot of people just as I've done a little bit more blog coaching and that sort of thing that I say, so on a scale of one to 10, where is generating an income on that? And ultimately ends up being pretty high, but it's never anything that they mentioned at the beginning. And so I'd love to hear just your thoughts on that. And then uh, some ways that you've been able to generate an income via blogging and maybe how other people can do that, even if they're not blogging about blogging. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think this is such a great question. And I guess I, I have a few thoughts on the subject. Uh, the first one, it really applies to everybody, whether, you know, you are a Christ follower or you know, or not, you, you know, if you have a different faith or you have, you know, just different ideas about religion, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that really is, you know, your time, and your expertise is worth something. And considering how many hours it takes really to run a blog well, I just don't see anything wrong with being compensated for that time. So for me, I think that there's value in my time because when I'm being, uh, when I'm working on my blog or the other projects associated with it, um, you know, I mean, this is time away from my family and, and that sort of thing that, you know, I, I think is perfectly acceptable to, um, you know, to make an effort to bring in income doing that. Okay. Now, as far as the, uh, the struggle w between, you know, faith and should I blog to make money and that whole thing, that to me, I think is a great question too. And one I've wrestled with myself. And this is where I land on that. My husband and I, like I said at the beginning, our, our motto, which is really what we're trying to live by is um, living nimbly, being able to go. When God says go, we go. And I am a missionary kid, so I have been in missions my whole life. I was born in Africa. I mean, literally my whole life I've been in missions. My parents are, um, I have lots of memories of, you know, my parents having to raise their own support uh, and that sort of thing. And it was um 
we were always very blessed, which is, which is great. And there's nothing wrong with that, with that model at all. Um, and a lot of people do that. Uh, and we support missionaries ourselves and, and I like it, but I think that what I found is with blogging, suddenly there is this opportunity to generate income that can really go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So really our heart's desire is to eventually end up in Africa. That's really what we would like to do. I think my husband, if, if he had a really great idea of where God wanted us to be in Africa, he'd be on a plane tomorrow. He is <laughs> rearing to go. And um, because I've lived there much of my life, I am so game to do the same thing. But our feeling is, is God has given us this blog, which has generated income for us. And we would love to be able to take it with us and be self-supported um, so that the, the leftover money, whether it comes from us or it comes from other people in the church, can be given to somebody who's operating from a different model. Mm-hmm. Um, so really for, for us, the income is, you know, Lord, will you please just provide what we need to survive for the month? But anything that comes in above that is, um, we're, we're not incorporating that into our budget. We still basically have the same budget. It's, it's changed a little bit over the years, but basically the same budget that we had when we were living, you know, on a pastor's salary. Mm -hmm. So, um, so for us, it's, it's an issue of if we can, you know, generate income and increase that amount, then there's just more to give away to others who maybe want to go, you know, be missionaries or they want to adopt or they want to do something else in the kingdom, but, you know, don't have the funds to do it. Right. So, or don't have the technical skills to blog or the knowledge to do that. And it allows them to be supported and, and to do what they do best. And, and you just have this skill and you're making the most of it. I think that's great. Right. Yeah. That That's really the goal is, you know, and like what, I know, realize, and recognize that at any moment, moment it could be gone completely forever. You know, I mean, blogs, they are not, you know, I, I mean, I don't expect to be around for years and years and years doing this. It's just the, the way technology is, you know. So we, we see it as day to time month at a time, year mm-hmm. at a time, this is kind of where we're at. And oh my goodness, we have extras. So, you know, where is this best going to be used, you know, in the kingdom? Mm-hmm. So. I think that's great. I, it's definitely a struggle that I've always had for, you know, with Inspired to Action, it was a blog for moms. And I was like, I don't want to put up any barriers that keep a mom from getting something that she might need to help her. You know, whether it's any of my ebooks or anything like that. But then, and so I did that for several years. And honestly, I think that that worked out well for me because it allowed the blog to grow. If I hadn't given away my ebooks from the very beginning for free, then people probably wouldn't have linked to them as freely and mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have grown as quickly. But now that I've been in it a little while and I've seen things a little bit more, I'm realizing that honestly, to generate an income, 
helps your readers. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that might sound a little odd, but you know, if I if I'm okay, so for example, if I'm generating an income, uh, I I need to put out something really really mm-hmm. excellent. So like those mm-hmm. free ebooks that I put out, I have not touched them in three mm-hmm. years. But like I recently put out a blog planning kit for how they blog, and I worked hard on that to to really you know think through it and and to create it, and it was something of a lot of value that I probably wouldn't have had the time or energy or or the skills because I had to hire other people to do stuff for me to do if it wasn't going to generate some income. And so there's a point at which generating income ultimately is more beneficial for everybody because then if I had just given away the blog planning kit for free, tons of people might have downloaded it and then never looked at it. But because they're having to invest in it, it's, you know, just giving them that deeper level of accountability to actually put it into use and to actually do something with it. Because I know that's been true for me, that if I download something that's free, if I'm really inspired, I'm probably going to go ahead and read it. Otherwise, I might just grab it because maybe I'll look at it later, which I never do. Right. But if I'm investing into something, then then I'm really going to spend the time to work through it and to learn from it. And, and it ultimately creates a bigger value for me in the long run. And so that's just a, something that I feel like I've learned after three years. Um, <laughs> and, and, and I think that could really help a lot of people, especially newer bloggers. It is important to give away, you know, free stuff to really add value, add value before you offer something that's going to cost something. But, um, I'm learning and, and obviously you learned this a while back, but that there is, it ultimately helps your readers more. Yeah, it does. It holds you accountable. You're right. It holds you accountable, you know, to put out really great content. If I'm going to charge people for this, mm-hmm. you know, it better, it, you know, it better be worth their, their money. Cause I wouldn't want to buy something that somebody just, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> just slapped together. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree. And then I think you're right. You know, there is a, there is a certain amount of investment that people feel when they actually spend money on it. And I've actually had people say to me, they read my blog and they, I remember getting this one email from somebody and they said, you know, I would actually feel more comfortable if you would charge something for the information that you're par- providing. Because mm. <laughs> he, he kind of felt like he was kind of mooching. He mm-hmm. is what is what he didn't use the term, but you know, he felt like he was sort of taking advantage of me because I was putting all this free stuff out there. And he really encouraged me to start charging. You know, that was really interesting for me to get that email and to think through that mm-hmm. because on the one hand, um, on the one hand, I know because I can provide links (laughs) to courses that people have written and that I can go through their table of contents and they are covering almost the exact same material that I've covered on my blog. Mm -hmm. And they are literally charging one, the one one that I'm thinking of charges $297, $297. And the other one that I'm thinking of charges $500. Wow. And it's virtually the same content. And I have those moments when I've come across something like that and I show my husband and I go through this 
battle in my head. And I say to him, either I am the stupidest person <laughs> alive or, you know, or hopefully it's not that, but hopefully I'm just being, you know, generous. I mean, I don't know. I don't, you know, but it's difficult to know because when I see that, I do. I think to myself, oh my goodness, I'm an idiot. Look what I'm, you know, look what I'm passing up, you know, because clearly these people are, you know, you know, like they're selling these products, you know. But, but then I come, I, I come back to the whole thing of, you know what, I learned all of this for free. Yeah. It was the people who were kind and generous on the internet that wrote this stuff for free that I learned it. And um, the internet is changing now. So there is more paid for content. And I'll just say right now that I am, there is a paid for product in the pipeline that I'm about to launch hopefully soon um, that, you know, is, is going to be, it's not going to be $500, but, <laughs> you know, uh, so because now, now it's like, these are thousands of hours that I've now put into this, you know? Mm -hmm. So you reach a point, isn't it? Malcolm Gladwell, who says 10,000 hours, if you spend yes. 10,000 hours, you're an expert, you know? So if that's the case, I'm probably an expert 25,000 <laughs> times over <laughs> because I have a slight obsession, but, um, well, you know, I mean, it's, it's tricky. Yeah. And I think there, there's a point, especially as people become more serious about their blogging mm -hmm. that they want you, cause pretty much you could learn anything you could ever want to know mm -hmm. on the internet about anything, but people still go to college and people still go to technical schools and people still want a structured environment where they feel like there's somebody that they can trust who's going to walk them through the process and help keep them accountable. And, and, and they know that it's high quality stuff. And so, and so I mean, I, I've signed up for courses and I've signed up for stuff because even though I could find the stuff on the internet for free, there's something about that structure that yeah. is inviting and almost comforting knowing that, okay, this is something really quality and I really trust this person. And, and, and you know, when you talk about potentially losing money by not making, you know, not charging for all the information you put out there, one person that I think of, I'm not sure if you listen to him, but do you listen to Pat Flynn? Yeah. From the Smart yeah. Passive Income podcast. Y'all, that is my mm -hmm. one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. He's just really down to earth. Really mm -hmm. seems like a really nice guy, and but just is really smart too, and it makes lots of smart choices. And he he does. I mean, he has a, a new course that he did recently, but you know, he has tons of information out there just mm -hmm. for free, and that's really kind of how his his whole model. And so, you know, I wonder with with all that you've done. I mean, it's helped you to build that credibility and help you helped you to be, um, you know, somebody that people look at as an expert. So that there, you know, it, it's a trade off, you know, right. Between those two. Um, yeah. So, so for those listening, mm -hmm. some of them maybe just recently started a blog. Some are thinking about starting a blog. Some have been around for a while. Uh, you've done affiliate stuff. You've done an ebook. What are some ways that they could get started? I think that there are, a ton of different ways that you could get started. It's very difficult to know when you're a new blogger, which road to go down, <laughs> I would say. 
so I think my advice to a new blogger would be to take, uh, take some time to figure out what other bloggers in your niche are doing. If you're lost and not and are not sure at all where to get how to get started, so for example, if if my blog is about uh, let's say home decorating, so I might go to some of my favorite decorating blogs and just look at their blogs through the eye of a blogger and not a reader, and try to figure out how those bloggers are monetizing. So. It's probably going to be, I would imagine, some ads, probably Google AdSense, huge, hugely popular, very common, um, simple way to monetize. So you would put ads in your sidebar or your header or, you know, various uh, spots on your on your site. You also might find that uh, they might do affiliate marketing, which is if I if I talk about a product on my site, and this is this is probably my biggest this is my biggest income stream for myself. If I talk about a about a product, hey, I use you know whatever product you would use. I don't know. I'm not a um, I'm not a home decorating blogger, but you know I use uh, such and such a product. Uh, figure out if there's an affiliate program for that product. And then when you write about it, use your affiliate link. Become an affiliate for that product. Use your affiliate link. And so if somebody clicks through your link to go check that out and they buy it, then, you know, you will get a commission on that sale. Um, nowadays, a lot of people are writing ebooks uh, and selling those. On, like on Amazon, for example, that's quite common. Um, but there, those are—I would say—those are probably the, the three that kind of get a lot of press. But there are other things that you can do, which is like maybe you don't want to write an entire ebook. Let's say you just have a printable. Now you can get free printables all over the place, which is great. But let's say you make a printable that is a little bit more beefed up. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Let's see. Um, okay. Like, for example, let's say you design this printable that's um, like a weekly schedule. In fact, I've thought about doing this myself. So here, I'm giving you my idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> You make it a uh, printable that's like a weekly schedule. And then you um, offer it for free on your blog. Let's, you know, let's say you, you um, upload. I don't know. I, I'm, always, I'm always feeling like I have to give a tip. So you upload. To upload a free printable onto your blog, you would use the Add Media button if you're using WordPress. And when you add your media, you can add a PDF just like you would add an image and then just grab the file URL for that, that PDF. And that's how, that's what you would link to in the, in your post. Like if you say download here for my principle, you would grab the file URL in your media library and that's the link you would use. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. So <laughs> I, I, get that, I get that question a lot. So that was good. Okay. So let's say you offered this little free generic weekly planner for, uh, you know, for free on your blog, which is great. But then let's say you decided to beef it up and you made a planner for the whole year. 
right? And so now you can make the week weekly planner for 52 weeks that's all dated and looks nice and has all of the holidays in there, whatever you want to do. And now that one you could use for free. I'm, I'm sorry, that you could give that one um, to people who want to buy it, right? They get the free one if it's just the small generic one or they get the beefed up one and they pay for that. And then mm-hmm. you could do that easily through like, um, well, the one that I'm looking at rec- most recently is called Gumroad, G-U-M-R-O-A-D. Super simple site. Uh, very easy to put your product in there. And then the buying experience for the buyer is dreamy. It's like a little window pops up and you enter your credit card information and oh, there you have it. You have your your little thing. So I think I'm gonna try Gumroad. Okay, don't my next don't tell slogan. me that. I've gone through like three <laughs> different shopping cart kind of things. So I don't need I oh. don't need to try another one. <laughs> I'm, happy, I, you, I'm happy. You you are like me. You are like <laughs> me. Um so, you know, you could do something like that. Now, my, my, my advice to people, new bloggers, you know, and seasoned bloggers as well is to create your own product. This, I think, is what is key. Create your own product um, and then don't be afraid to sell it. And I think my prediction is, is that as time goes by, we're going to see more and more people selling their own products and they're not going to be like these $2,000 products either. It could be just a collection of printables for two bucks each, let's say. Mm-hmm. And we're already seeing this, you know? Um, yeah. I, I like what Emily Jones does at Emily Jones. Does, I think it's Jones design company. She actually has a mm-hmm. monthly thing where she mm-hmm. creates printables every month, but it's a subscription. Yes. And I thought that was a brilliant model because she could just re- release these printables every month and then whoever buys them buys them. But instead, mm-hmm. she does it as a subscription and creates them. And so she has that recurring income mm-hmm. every single month. I thought that was a pretty genius way to do that. Yes. I would say this. You need to really be in tune with who you are and how you are. By that, I mean... Before you get into something, you need to make sure that you can sustain it for the long haul. Right. Uh, in my experience, for example, when I was doing my pastor's wives blog, I kind of got this feedback from from the, my readers, and they really wanted me to start like a forum. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll start a forum. It just really gave me an excuse to kind of tinker around with another shiny toy, right? <laughs> so... I installed this forum and um, it was great. And I had a fun time figuring out how to make it work and how, you know, how to get everybody on there and everything. And everybody got on and everybody started chatting and talking with each other. And that was awesome. And then I kind of lost steam. You know, I am an introvert who is sort of a, you know, likes to work on my own type thing. So I'm not a networker. And so I found keeping the forum alive and moderating and everything was extremely time consuming and just not something that was me. So what I eventually did was number one, realized, oh, wait, this is not, I can't do this long term, you know? Mm -hmm. And number two, um, somebody else needs to like, how can I get rid of it basically? So what I did was I had some of the most active members in the forum become moderators. 
and I made them moderators. And then they loved it and moderated it for me as time went on, you know, they were moderating more than I was. And so eventually I just handed it off to them and then everybody was happy, (laughs) you know? So I think that, um, like a subscription, uh, is great or membership site, you know, like pro blogger does this membership site where you have, you know, all of these people can be part of this membership site, uh, I I think his is paid for. I don't know. Anyway, you know, the membership sites where people can kind of join and be part of it and everybody's chatting behind the scenes and stuff, which is great. But just know that it's a lot of time, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot Mm -hmm. of time, a lot of energy. And if that's you, that's awesome. But if it's, if it's not your cup of tea, you have to be aware of that. So, um, so that would be my warning about some of the ways to monetize in, in my case, passive income is, glorious you know (laughs) like you just you create the product and it just sells on its own Mm -hmm. you know I love it Um, or if you're going to do something that requires people it requires like an ongoing relationship with people just make it extremely clear from the very beginning how much you're going to do you know what you are going to do and what you're not going to do and what they can expect because right. you don't want somebody to get in there and be like, well, I thought you were going to be in here every day. And, you know, you're like, well, no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's so. that's really good. That's Because there's so many ways to do things a lot easier than before. And mm-hmm. it's easy to start up stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and you really want to make sure that you're going to be consistent with it. And there's something to be said just for, I don't, I don't think paying your dues is really the right phrase, but just trial and error, trial and error and starting things small. So if you're going to do a membership thing, you know, start something small, start a Facebook group first. And mm-hmm. if you're consistent with that, then turn it into a big membership thing. But, you know, don't necessarily have this big, great idea and then launch it really big and huge. It's better to do a little bit of a trickle and and figure out what you really like and what really works for you. And then you can do, an, you know, you can do a makeover or something and then launch it really big. Mm-hmm. But um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said before, building trust first mm-hmm. is so key. And I mean, I know for a lot of us, like you, I mean, a lot of bloggers who had, you know, started, I mean, I remember reading your, I, I remember reading a post of yours when you were on your first blog. Really? Yeah. It was <laughs> about, you did, you posted about, um, I don't know. Do you, do you make it public what that blog is? Oh, I mean, yeah. You know, the, yeah. 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 Okay. The secret life of cats. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mentioned it before. Huh? So, okay, good. I, I didn't want to say it. If it's like <laughs> still up there somewhere, you no, know, I, I took like, it down. Okay. I took okay. It down. Anyway, you wrote this really great post once. I don't even know how I got to you, but this was like, I'm talking years ago. This was like, I would, I want to say, Oh, eight, Oh nine or something. Yeah. And you had written a post about, TV and just, you know, just the way that girls and women are portrayed on TV. And I was just like, I'm like, amen, amen, amen. <laughs> that anyway. post got some discussion. I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that I was, was a little great. bit more controversial back then. Yeah, it. the internet has a way of softening you, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. And making you like, okay, I, you know, I mean, I used to be pretty opinionated in some of the things I wrote, I would never write again. 
<laughs> you know, right. not, not because there's anything wrong with it, but it's just, you learn how to, um, take into account all of the, all of the people that are going to be reading. And, you know, it's, it's tricky to really convey your thoughts in a way that are really constructive, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, cause you can, so. you can write something in a way that's going to generate controversy, which will generate readers and things like that, but it's not necessarily going to be beneficial right. to people. It's just going to start a discussion. So right. yeah. Yeah. Um, Amy, we're coming up on our our time today, and I want to make sure that everybody knows where they can find you. You wrote a fantastic ebook that I want everybody to go check out because it's just good stuff. Um, so I want you to tell everybody where to find you and uh, what your resources are. Maybe mention a couple of the things like you you wrote a great series on how to create an ebook. So mention stuff like that anything I mean, maybe i just said everything that you were gonna say <laughs> but yeah just tell everybody where to find you online and and what kind of stuff they can find at your site okay if if you go to amylynnandrews.com uh that's amy lynn lynn with two n's l-y-n-n amylynnandrews.com is really my hub or i'm trying to make it my hub you know because i'm always changing things all the time but today that's my hub <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> it might be something different (laughs) but today that's where I'm hubbing um so that's really where you can sort of get started you can also still find me as of this day at bloggingwithamy.com and if you go to bloggingwithamy.com there's a nav bar at the top and there's a link to all of my archives and the archives will list you know, the, the series that I've done, you know, like the how to blog series and the how to write an ebook series and, you know, the why I turned a book deal down series that all of the, you know, the most popular things that people visit. And then it also has all of my posts listed there as well. Awesome. So, uh, that's probably, Oh, tell your time is yeah. the name of the ebook that I wrote. It's, um, tell your time how to manage your schedule so you can live free. It's extremely short because I just think time management books should be short. And you can find that, a link to that at amylynnandrews.com. Awesome. Amy, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It was just, honestly, it was just fun. And I happened to be recording it and sharing it with everybody. So (laughs) that's podcasting. Yeah. Well, thanks, Kat. (laughs) It was great to chat. All right. Well, you have a fantastic rest of the day. Have fun, you know, go hanging out in the rest of your house and not just the closet. (laughs) Yes, thank you. (laughs) All right, Amy. Okay, we'll see you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the How They Blog podcast. I hope you enjoyed that and that you learned a lot and that you're going to take some action on it. You have words that matter. You have a story to tell. And there are people out there that need your words and your wisdom and your story. So go create something. My name is Kat Lee, and you're listening to the How They Blog podcast, and we will see you next time.